So whenever I'm going to a new zone, I'm always focusing on the pleasure that I will get from that new zone, not the pain that you have to endure to get there. Today, I want to talk to you guys about, hopefully this microphone isn't too like um, in your face. Um, I want to talk to you guys today about your zones and how they could be blocking you from your up levels. Now, this Instagram live is going to relate to you. Okay, day one of period just surviving, lol. <laughs> um, everyone is feeling a little bit run down. Meg is in New York. Love that. Um, we've got some Toronto women. I'm obsessed. All right. So we're going to jump straight in. And as usual, guys, please leave questions. You know that I love questions. I love jumping on these Instagram lives. And I actually want to make this Instagram live more like Q&A-E than just me talking. You have 200 and something podcasts of just me talking. So let's make it a little bit more QA kind of vibes. Um, if you guys would like to leave questions as we go, that would be amazing. Okay, so when I kind of put the title in, understanding the blocks to your zones, I actually wish I had like a, um, I wish I had a pen and paper. Um, I don't have a pen. So I'm going to just use my hands a lot today. I wish I had like a whiteboard. We could do a little teaching session in my office in our, in our house. I will have one, but we are obviously just in Airbnbs for the moment until that's all organized. Anyway, so I want you guys to understand that you have like different zones and this goes for every area of your life. You have like different zones of genius, different zones of genius. You have different zones of like love. You have different zones of money that you're leaning into as you expand and you grow into who you are as a person, whether it's from, whether it's a, being a woman or a man, this is, doesn't matter on your no gender, it still applies. We all have different zones. And what can happen is you can get stuck in one zone that inhibits you from getting to the next zone, but the next zone is where you need to get to for something to happen. So if I lose anyone, just please let me know. It's a little bit of a delay. So throw your questions in as you want to. Um, you can drop questions in the um, chat box or you can... Uh, like in like the comment thing or do one of those little question box things down the bottom or the top it's somewhere the little question mark okay so what's happening is that for most people you are steady in what you would call your comfort zone right the zone that you're currently in is a zone where you feel comfortable not complacent necessarily but you feel comfortable everything is as you want it to be you know what you're doing every day you're not necessarily pushing yourself it's just easy it's comfortable you're just like riding the waves like chilling out with life. And I want to say that sometimes we just want to be in our comfort zone. Like sometimes we don't want to fucking expand and that's totally fine. But what I want you guys to be doing is not holding yourself back. It's instead of like a choice of like, you know what? I need a fucking month in my comfort zone. We all need that from time to time. That's a different energy from being in the energy of like, I'm too scared to leave my comfort zone. So what happens is, let's say, for example, you I'm just going to paint a picture of someone that has three zones, right? Zone one is like stuck in like their reality, their story, their shit, their trauma, whatever it is. Zone number two would be they have to leave that zone, which is really fucking hard. They have to leave that zone and then they go into the zone of like starting to build some self-awareness. They're starting to, you know... Um, maybe think more positively or whatever it is. And then zone number three would be they leave that zone and they really go into these expansive vibes. They're up leveling, they're quantum leaping, whatever the situation may be. So that's an example of like somebody having three different zones. Okay. So what I want you guys to understand is how trauma then relates to this. So I've been talking to some of you guys in my DMs and I want to clarify something. I've done a post on this, um, I can't remember what outfit I was wearing. I'll repost it after this. I did a post on this quite recently and all of the talk therapy, the, you know, CMDR, the, you know, reprogramming of your brain, whatever, they're all great things to be doing, but they do not heal your trauma because your trauma lies in your body. Now, the problem is, is that in order for you to manifest, but also in order for you to get out of a certain zone that you're in and go to that next zone, it requires your body to comply. Just think about it. If you, you could tell yourself every day, I'm going to leave the house, I'm going to leave the house, I'm going to leave the house. But if your body doesn't want to leave the fucking house and you like cannot leave the house, you won't leave the house. Or you want to speak your truth. I want to speak your truth. I want to speak my truth. But you literally get a frog in your throat and you can't speak. Your body has to comply. So what happens to people is their trauma 
inhibits them from feeling safe to leave a zone and go to the next zone. Now, on the note of safety and zones, there are, oops, lol, sorry, close that. Um, On the note of safety and uh, on trauma and zones and safety, when you leave a zone to go to the next zone, you are not going to necessarily feel completely safe. It's going to feel like a massive stretch. It's going to feel like you are growing and expanding, but it's also going to feel right. So I'm going to make sure I touch on this today. I'm right. It sounds like I forgot. Uh, I'm going to make, I want to make sure I touch on today. Oh, I should put in that note. Um, the difference between your intuition and fear, like talking so that you guys can kind of understand that when you're making a decision for yourself. Right. So what happens is a lot of us, we will know in our mind, we want to take a leap. We want to do something. We, we want to step out of a zone and go to the next one, but we just can't do it. It's like we self-sabotage. We block ourselves. It feels too hard. It feels too scary. We go into a trauma response. All of a sudden we're fucking bedridden and sick. And it's like, why am I getting these things? And the, the reason why you get these things is literally because your body is putting off a response of like, I'm going to die, it's not safe, whatever, for you to leave where you currently are and grow into a more expanded version of yourself. This is why a lot of people will stay in their reality for so fucking long until they do the work. Uh, sorry, stay, stay in their reality for so fucking long and um, until they heal their trauma, which then allows them to go outside their comfort zone, right? So what I, I want to offer you guys is being aware of this and the one I'm going to show you in a second, being aware of this and you have to, this is actually a situation if you want to leave a zone where you have to do mind over matter and the mind over matter is understanding, right? That just because it doesn't feel safe doesn't mean you shouldn't do it because what most people end up doing is they stay where they are because they are too afraid of taking that leap of faith and they literally let their trauma run the show. I don't want anyone's trauma running the show because it's not empowering, it's not expansive, and it doesn't allow you to have the freedom that you want to have. So it's like a little bit of ugliness, like as an ugly work that you have to do for a lot of pleasure where you don't have these things blocking you from growing. Like I am constantly growing into new zones and yeah, they're uncomfortable. Like, yeah, it's new. Like you guys, I can't wait to announce things that we, I'm going to actually put like a bit of a sneak peek maybe on my Instagram stories later, but like. I'll give you guys this neat thing. Like I just transferred six figures worth of money to a someone, a place, a situation. And like, that's something I haven't done before, right? Like that's a new level, right? And because of the work that I've done, I'm like, okay, send like, yep, next. Like I'm not phased by it. I'm not sweating over here. I'm not worried. I'm not like, I'm not like, oh my God, I now have to go and do all these things to make the money back. I'm like, I don't really care, right? And that's like, I do care. But when I say I don't care, it's that my body isn't going into this like red alert state of going into a new zone because I don't have things anymore that are making me feel like that would be unsafe. And this is why like, you know, some people will say, I've done so much mindset work. I've done so much this, but why can't I grow? Why can't I why can't I take this step? Why can't I do X, Y, and Z? And the reason why you can't do X, Y, and Z isn't because you don't want to. It's literally because there's something in your body that is not letting you go to that next step, right? So what I want you guys to understand is that even, you know, like micro traumas, you might've not grown up in a very quote unquote traumatic childhood, but you find yourself getting frozen in time, or you find yourself not being able to speak your truth, or you find yourself constantly needing validation or, con or like always being afraid of like, you know, um, losing money per se. And what happens is we, we let that fear control us. So we stay in it for our whole lives or as long as you stay in it, because we think that it is, we, we actually focus our energy on the fear of it versus the pleasure of not having that anymore. So whenever I'm going to a new zone, I'm always focusing on the pleasure that I will get from that new zone, not the pain that you have to endure to get there. Things that I will get from your ego, from your fear, whatever it is on the journey that you will have to get there. Okay. So just like something for you guys to think about, like what zone are you currently in right now? Like, let's all think about that. And actually, I, I want you guys to share in the chat box, what zone are you in right now? Are you in um, comfort zone? Are you, actually, I'm going to start from the bottom. Are you in 
Are you in um, keeping yourself stuck zone? That's zone number one. Zone number one is keeping yourself stuck. I'm going to write this down sometimes. This is great. This is just channeled through. Zone number one is keeping yourself stuck. Zone number two is comfort zone. Zone number three is stretching. Zone number four is, um, zone number four would be like elevating. Yep. I love that. Elevating into your true self. And then zone number five is quantum leaping. Okay. So are you in zone number one, keeping yourself stuck? Are you in zone number two, comfort zone? Zone number three, stretching zone? Zone number four, elevating into a true self? Or zone number five, quantum leaping? I want you guys to write this down below because you like taking this action of like calling yourself out on where you are holding yourself back or where you're sitting that is like you are you are putting your ego in its fucking place so it's like you're doming your ego right like you are doming your ego so that you can then go above that because your ego isn't doming you we want to dominate ego ego does not get to dominate us once we dominate ego right then it's like mm, now i've got the fucking lead here and then you can be going to that next level in a much more graceful easy flowy way because of this just pure self uh recognition all right let's go through so we've got some zone three moving into four stretching zone three four stretching feels like i'm stretching but getting traumatized by it yep that totally can be happening all right i'm gonna go on that in a second i love that ellen um zone two three 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 um four five elevating baby i love it okay cool so keep keep owning where you are right now you guys so i want to then jump on ellen's kind of comment so feels like i'm stretching but i'm getting traumatized by it all right, I'm just going to help you guys to understand why this is happening so you're all aware of it. What can happen is people can throw themselves into situations. And, you know, I'm seeing it a lot these days with, um, with like, even just the personal development industry. It's, it's kind of like the way you get sold to is, like, if you don't do this, then, like, you're going, then you're telling yourself that, like, how do I, how am I even seeing it? It's like a very manipulative way, right? Oh, this is the way that I see it. If you buy my program, then you'll make a million dollars too. And I'm just like, that is so not true, right? Because then what happens is people fall into this trap, especially vulnerable people. They fall into this trap of like, oh, I just have to be in this person's energy and then X, Y, and Z is going to happen. Then it doesn't happen. They get all this fucking money stress come in or whatever it is, or all this fucking like worthiness stress and failure stress. And then they get re-traumatized by it, or they throw themselves into these like huge um, situations that they don't actually have proper healing modalities to heal as they're going through it. And then they re-traumatize themselves. And this is why I'm like so big on understanding your nervous system and understanding your trauma, having control over your body and all that somatic work. Because if you don't, if you don't know somatic work, if you don't, if you don't um, feel like you have control over your nervous system, you will let yourself get re-traumatized by things because you cannot control the responses and the reactions in your body, right? So I just think that it's just super important. Um, you're so welcome, Meg. Um, so for any of you guys that are like kind of, can I feel weird about talking about this because I'm like, I'm in the industry, but like the way that I like to say it to people is like, I want everyone to join my programs. Obviously they're fucking amazing. And like, especially when I'm talking about programs like Queen Alchemy or like one-on-one -on -one coaching or Baba, it's like, we are getting to the root so that you can have everything. Like, I'm not just going to tell you to fucking meditate in journal or it's like, oh, cool. Now you have self-awareness. So like, that's all you need to thrive. It's like, no, self-awareness is like great, but it doesn't do shit. Like it really doesn't. You can have all the self-awareness in the world, but still be avoidant, still be anxious, still be traumatized by things, still get hot and sweaty by certain situations, still feel so much stress about money, but you know how to be abundant. Like, like self, we're falling into this trap of thinking that self-awareness is is the thing to set us free. And I, from my experience with my clients and my work over the last four years is like, mm, self-awareness is the starting point, but it won't necessarily set you free. And I also want to say, I've had a lot of clients that will be like, as an example, like, oh no, I don't have any trauma with sex. And then we go into it and there's like so much trauma with sex. I'm like, yeah, the way that you're actually acting in sex is telling me there's trauma behind it. But you've told yourself that because you're confident, you don't have any trauma. 
So it's like so much of the time people don't have self-awareness about things. They don't think they have trauma about things, but actually they do. So it's like this hidden shit all the time that's bubbling up in these weird ways, these bad habits, these certain situations replaying itself over and over again. And they can't figure out why because they have self-awareness. And it's like self-awareness is like one small piece of the puzzle, but we need so many other pieces of the puzzle. We need embodiment. We need boundaries. We need trauma healing. We need all these other things together in this perfect, like, I honestly think it's like this, I think there's this perfect way to put it all together at this perfect ratio that's kind of individual for every case that will allow you to really be living and acting in the way that feels like the truest way for you and feels peaceful and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm too aware and it's maybe the cause of my depression and anxiety. So you know what, on that topic as well, and that, which is why I'm like, awareness is fucking everything is the amount of times I've had to say to clients, like, stop trying to find problems. You're fucking fine. Like people can get addicted to personal development and self-awareness that they just nitpick themselves all the time. They self-blame all the time because they're trying to strive for this idea of perfectionism that will not happen. I mean, even like yesterday, I kept saying whatever to my boyfriend and like, not in a fighting way. I was like, he'd be like, are you okay? Like something, I can tell something in your mind. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, don't worry about it. Anyway, whatever. And he actually was like, Yo, when you say whatever, that's your way of being avoided. And I'm like, oh yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's like, we always have new ways of things popping up, right? And when that happens, I don't then go and pick myself apart. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, let's try and stop saying whatever. Next, moving on. Because I've done, like, I was saying this one, one, one of my one-on-one clients yesterday, actually. She came to me with like some anxious avoidant tendencies. And she was like, it's weird. I feel like I've done so much healing with you. Like, why is this coming up? And long story short, I was like, the stuff behind a normal person's anxious avoidance or like, you know, six sessions ago, the stuff that would be behind your anxious avoidance, it would be there and we would heal the root of that. The root is gone. So now it's like changing habits, making new steps. So I give her all of the things that she needs to start implementing to recode her body and brain to then be implementing those things. But she's done that root stuff before, because if you haven't done the root, like good luck getting into those new zones for yourself. If you're just trying to talk yourself into them, your body isn't caught up. So it's like your brain is over here in zone fucking four, but your body is in zone two. And then it creates this like push and pull of whatever you're experiencing in your life. And you can feel really stressed, aggravated, frustrated, and traumatized by it as well. Guys, I'm so excited to announce that Queen Alchemy is back. It is open for the last round of the year. It is my signature program for healing all the fucking trauma that you have, being in that feminine embodiment, being able to receive more and doing that deep, deep healing work. It is unlike any other program out there. Go and look at the testimonials, the screenshot versions, and also the written testimonials on the website page. This program is for everyone. If you have any questions about it, you can send me a DM. We start um, at the very, very beginning of August. So you need to enroll now. Do not wait. There are limited spaces and fuck waiting until like next year in at the, till the end of February to change your life and heal your trauma. If you heal your trauma and you heal the root of that stuff, your whole life is going to change. And I want to preface, this is not like other programs where it's just like oh journaling like mindset feminine embodiment no it is healing the deepest deepest parts of yourself and there are i don't even know how many hours there are of like trauma calls it is we have seven trauma calls over the seven weeks that go for two hours each then we also have 14 mini trauma calls that you can come to as well you literally have the opportunity to do 28 hours of deep trauma healing with me plus the kajabi portal full of all of the lessons and the teachings that will also help you to integrate and embody everything into your life so you know if you want to join do not miss out on another round because this program is just the bee's knees and it is honestly unlike any other program out there so much of the coaching industry has just become like everyone wants to be a fucking coach everyone their dogs a coach that are they're just they're just basically like doing talk therapy with you which is great but like doesn't actually heal anything you know or it's just the same shit regurgitated over and over and over and over again and it just lacks the depth and authenticity and like the medicine that is really fucking needed to um like create huge huge results and like i just want to say for anybody in this that's like new to my space like when uh, trauma's also become this like trendy topic and i started talking about trauma by the way way before this fucking trendy topic and 
I, the way, a lot of people are now healing trauma and I'm like, no, you're not. You're just re-traumatizing people. Like that's not healing trauma. When I tell you I have lost count of the amount of clients that have tried to heal multiple things for so many fucking years and it's like they're self-aware about it they know why it's happened they know the reason they know they know all of the things about it but they still get triggered they still get hot and sweaty they still get really stressed about it like if someone triggers it they have a full fucking meltdown they still have x y and z from it like all of those visceral responses and then they see me and they're gone like i have lost count that is what i want for all of my clients when it comes to trauma stuff like i want those visceral body reactions to be gone in your day-to-day -day life in your romantic relationships in your friendships in your business with yourself when it comes to your relationship with food when it comes to sex when it comes to your femininity when it comes to trusting men when it comes to dating all of those things will be gone like there will be no visceral reactions. Yes, you have to create new habits. Yes, you have to put work in, of course. But in terms of that root, I heal the root for you. Like that's done. Your only action that you need to take is just creating new habits and like recoding your body. But I'm going to give you what to do. You just have to do it, right? So I just want to preface that for anyone that's new because I know I do have a, a lot of new followers. Um. Okay, I feel like it's increased my self-doubt times because I'm questioning everything. Yeah, exactly. So fuck that. Uh, I end up battling my brain. Exactly. Like, just let yourself be human. Um, okay, cool advice for new coaches that are passionate about this industry. Just be authentic. Do not fucking follow the crowd. Do not be inauthentic. Just be fucking real. Be you. People are going to relate to that. Um, okay. Thank you, Meg. Um, <laughs> I break your love as women. Everything she says is gold. Thanks, guys. All right. So I want to... Um, I want to answer some of these questions that come through. So if you guys have any questions, please drop them through. I did want to mention something that I wrote down. What was it? Okay. The intuition, the difference between your intuition and fear. So please drop down questions that you guys have in the question box and then I will get to them. Okay. Oh, thank you, Caitlin. Okay. For anyone that's listening, Caitlin just said it was just, yes, Love Heart was just talking to my husband about how much better we've gotten since I've done Queen Alchemy. Um, okay, so intuition versus fear. People can get a little bit confused about feeling the difference of this in their body. Now, if you have a lot of trauma, you may not actually be able to feel the difference of it because you are disconnected or disassociated or numbed out from your body. So if that is you, that's okay. You're not broken, right? Your body's actually doing what it's meant to do. It's it's kicking in with a survival mechanism. So your body is working great. Um, it's literally just that you want to heal that so that you can obviously like be in tune with yourself. So if you are experiencing that, the best thing to then do is try and just feel the niggles in your heart and trust that you can trust that. Trust that you can trust that. So you have to like trust that you can trust yourself. It's like one extra step needed. Okay. For those of you that can kind of have a little bit of a visceral reaction in your body, um, this is what I want you guys to do. So understanding the difference between ego and fear. Let's say you have like a big opportunity or a big thing you want to do or an investment that you want to make or whatever. Like, you know, if I was to use an example in my life right now, like we are like, I don't want to give it away. Um, there's a big thing about to happen in my life. Put it that way. I will announce it to you guys soon. There is a big change that is about to happen in my life. And it was a big up level in my world and i am so fucking excited for it so when we realized this happened and it happened sooner than we thought but like in perfect fucking time i think we were so excited it was like yes what when i what i had to feel for this thing was do i feel contracted by it or do i feel expanded by it doesn't mean i'm not scared doesn't mean i'm not afraid doesn't mean there is an unknown doesn't mean it's not like, holy fuck, I really need to like step up and there's a fire under my ass now. It doesn't mean that it didn't have any of those things. It had the the fear. It had the unknown. It had the, oh my God, what well, if this doesn't work out? It had all those questions. And most importantly, what outweighed it all was this feeling of this is my next step. Even though I feel all of that fear, I know it is going to expand me, even if I can't fully explain why now I just, I trust it and I trust myself. So that is kind of like the feeling that you get when it's like an expansive versus a contractive thing. So like when your intuition's like, go for it and your intuition is always right, right? Your heart is always right. Your heart actually 
can feel the vibration of a future event happening before it happens. So your heart is always ahead of your brain. Like your heart knows when something's about to happen before your brain does. So like your heart knows there's a snake in the bush. Your brain doesn't know there's a snake in a bush yet, right? So your heart always fucking knows the answer. So when your heart and your body and your your gut as well, like that gut feeling feels like yes, open, expanded, and that comes with fear, self-doubt. Oh my God, what, well, it comes with all the unknowns that I said before. That is your intuition being like, yes, go for it. Then the action that comes in to go into that new zone is you then taking it. Because what a lot of people do is a lot of people, they expand into that zone. Uh, they, they feel that expanded energy. They want to expand into that zone. And then the fear creeps in and, and then they self-sabotage. They self-sabotage it. They back out. And do you know what they do? They literally tell to them, they literally... Thanks that they literally say to themselves, one, I don't trust myself Two, I don't want it badly. Three, I don't like trust my intuition. That's kind of that. And the most important one, which I lost because bad fucking threw my focus off. Um, what's it? What was the other, what was one I was mainly going to say when they don't trust that? Um, oh, it's like, I don't want it that badly. Right. And it's like, they purposely keep themselves stuck. So then what happens is every other part of their life starts to feel stuck as a result of them not going for the thing they know they wanted to go for. This, like the piece about self-sabotage is like you not, you literally telling yourself, I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. I don't trust myself and I'd rather live in fear. And what's really important that I want you guys to feel and understand is like, we are here to live our fucking lives. Even if you save a fucking few bucks from not paying for the thing, what's the point of having a few bucks more in your account if you're miserable and unhappy? Like there is no point. There's always going in, if, to like rationalize it. There's always going to be something that you'll lose, but you have to ask yourself, which one do I want to gain more of? Right. So do I want to like, mm, do I want to have that bit of money in my account or do I want to have this huge expansive thing that is going to add so much more happiness, love, freedom, whatever into my life. When on the, I'll answer all these questions on the other side of things, the fear, right? So if you would have, if you would have like, be like, you're asking me like, what's the difference between like an intuitive feeling? Like I can trust it and go towards it. And I know it's going to be the right choice versus like, oh, I shouldn't do that is you'll question yourself a lot like you always do, but you'll like make up a lot of excuses per se, or you'll procrastinate on it. But you got to be careful because procrastination can also be a form of self-sabotage. So what it will more so feel like it was, it will just, you'll be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. With like a very contractive energy, not expanded. Like I really want to do it, but, but I don't know. That's intuition. And then ego slides in, right? So intuition is like, I really want to do it, but I don't know. That is like that contraction in your body, if you're watching the video, that contraction in your body is fear. This is expansion. So when you, when your intuition is telling you something, unless you have a very, very, very strong intuition and you've trusted it and practiced with it a lot, so it stays around. If you haven't practiced a lot with it, when your intuition says something, your ego will jump in straight after. That doesn't mean don't follow your intuition. That means that you are slowly starting to strengthen your intuition. It means still trust it. When you aren't getting that intuitive nudge and when it's, when it's like so many questions in your head, when it doesn't feel right, it's just that thing where I can't put my finger on it. It just doesn't feel right. You can't explain it. Maybe you can't rationalize it. It's just, it doesn't feel right. I can't explain why. That's also your intuition. I want to explain that. Or that's also your intuition. If you can't explain it, but, just, but it just doesn't feel right. The fear right? The fear where then it shows up is like the fear will show up as self-sabotage. The fear will show up as procrastination. The fear will show up as trying to make everything perfect, questioning every fucking thing and therefore not trusting yourself. That is how the fear shows up. The fear shows up with like this overwhelming, like dark dominant energy over you, your mind, all that kind of stuff, right? It will also like fear like an, an ego an ego answer will also show up very in your head not in your body so when you're getting an intuitive answer whether it's like a yes or no it'll show up and it'll feel in your body expanded right or contracted if it's like a intuitive no 
but a fear answer or an ego answer will show up in your head. So you'll rationalize all the reasons why it's a no. That is you getting into your fear, for example. So fear comes from your head. Intuition comes from your body. I hope that explains that for you all, for those of you that are like wanting um, to figure out whether you should make a decision and kind of take that leap into the next zone. Okay. So, all right, I'm just going to go through these questions. Um, is it possible to always stay in zone five? I mean, I always stay in zone. I'm in, I'm always in zone five. Like there are moments when I'm like, oh, I just want to chill out day. Right. I don't want to be like fucking focusing on quantum leaping today. That doesn't mean that you're not in zone five. That's just, you made a decision for that day or for that week. Right. And that's like a conscious decision. That kind of is also that like that rest is needed for your quantum leaps. Once you're in zone five, it means that you don't want to go backwards. Right. So once you're in zone five, it's like you are constantly growing, constantly quantum leaping, constantly evolving. It is like this huge stretch, this, all these leaps all the time, if that makes sense. Hold on. I need to find out my phone's not disturbed. Okay. Um, and even if there's like quote unquote negative things happening in your life, they can still actually be quantum leaps in like ways that you didn't really want. Like in, in ways that your ego is like, mm, this isn't perfect. I didn't want it this way. Not vibing with it, but it could still be supporting you in a way that you don't know. Okay. Um, thanks, Danny. Uh, okay. Next question. How to know if it's trauma in my relationship um, to work through or time to let go. The same thing comes up over and over. My partner keeps bringing up the past. Oh my God. I mean, without knowing your particular situation, Kayla, I'm just going to kind of like riff on that situation. So if you're having the same pattern come up and up and up and up again in your relationship, I mean, two things. One, it doesn't necessarily mean that you guys need to break up about it. It means one of you, whoever this, whoever this shit is, should firstly look at their shit should firstly look at their shit, see if they can heal it before they just give up on the relationship. I'm like, if you, if you love the person, you don't want to give up on them, right? Oh, my phone's falling. If you love the person, you don't want to give up on them. So, I mean, if I were you, I'd be trying everything to make sure that both of you are showing up in a healed way. And then if you're showing up both in a healed way and it's not working, then cool. You can consciously choose to be like, this isn't working for us. Like we're going to go you know, our separate ways with peace and love and happiness and whatever for the both, for the both of you. But you actually can do that feeling so much more relaxed and content with that choice because you have really done the work on yourself and he's done the work on his, himself to ensure that it's just a mismatch. It's not that it's something that could have been solved, if that makes sense. I would hate to end my relationship over something that honestly could have been solved. Like, I think that's something that people don't understand of just like, you know, people, people, people like don't want to spend money on the things that are important, but they'll spend money on like a new fucking laptop. And it's like that new laptop isn't going to make you happy if your relationship crumbles because you haven't done the work on yourself. Like I am so fucking grateful that I have done this work on myself so that like in this current relationship and even in my prior relationships, I could show up as the version of myself that I actually wanted to be in, in a healthy way to reduce stress, to reduce conflict, to reduce fights, to reduce all of those things. Like me and my boyfriend have the healthiest fucking relationship and every day I'm grateful for it. Like honestly, every fucking day. So, um, if you're, yeah, if your partner keeps bringing up the past, I mean, if your partner's bringing up the past all the time, it sounds like he is holding on to something from the past. I don't know what the situation is, obviously that could be it sounds like it could be more of a him thing because he's holding on to something from the past so he needs to take responsibility and go and heal that resentment or fear or abandonment or whatever it is that maybe you have caused and then on the other side of things you might want to go and heal your shit so that he feels safer in the relationship i'm assuming it's a he by the way he feels safer in the relationship um and therefore can trust you right like i always say this to my clients also it's like what will make you feel safe in your business and your relationship and your like health or whatever it is, go and make sure that is met so that you can have that. Like for a lot of women that have had that with infidelity or cheating or abandonment or whatever, they need their partner to have done work on themselves so that they know that their partner is self-aware enough to not just run away when things get hard or to self-sabotage when things get hard. That can bring in so much safety knowing that like they won't like engage in those um, unconscious behaviors basically. Okay. Next question. Okay. How can we support the men in our lives to tune into their intuition? 
I have that open, expansive feeling about something. My hubby is so logical about it and doesn't want to take the risk. <laughs> okay. That is every fucking man. You don't want to change men. That's not what this is about, right? Like my boyfriend is logical. Yes, he is also like a bit intuitive and he's an empath. So it makes it a little bit easier. He is so fucking logical. Like he will pull out all the fucking Excel spreadsheets, do all the fucking numbers and I'm like, yeah, my answer is still the same, babe. We're doing this. Like, I feel it. I don't even know the fucking numbers, but he needs, like, it's like men often need to know the logic to then be able to like, trust what they're feeling. Don't change that. Because if you're both just like, fuck it, let's go. You're actually not going to feel safe. You won't feel safe because one of you is going to need to be logical for that balance. You do not want both of you spiritual. This is why so many women that are like in their feminine, one of you are than free, are like spiritual, whatever. They don't like dating really spiritual, like abundant, la la men, because there's no logic. There's no like brain energy in there pulling up the fucking Excel spreadsheet. So I say, don't try and change him to be more into intuitive. Instead, see how beautiful it is that he does that and be really grateful that he is that logical. And again, it's like, you don't need to then be logical too. It's so beautiful that there is two different like mindsets and energies coming into the relationship because it gives you a whole rather than just intuition or just feminine or just masculine. We need both. We need both for that harmony. Okay. Um, I am too disconnected from my body. I don't feel like it's telling me anything. So it's really hard for me to not use my brain for even the slightest decisions, like what quarter, like what, like coffee to order. Okay. This is like, I mean, so many women, so many women, so many men have this, but they can't feel their body. They're disassociated. They're numbed out. They're super avoidant. We live in a very avoidant society. Like all of society helps us to dissociate and numb out and just like be like, eh, peace, I'm tapping out. A lot of our society like supports that and kind of encourages that. So most people are feeling like that without even knowing, which is the saddest thing. Now, the thing is, we know this disassociated from your body. You also don't, you don't experience as much pain necessarily because you're numbed out, which is like a good thing, quote unquote. But on the flip side, it's a really bad thing because you also don't experience pleasure, right? Like you don't see the world the way that like I see it, for example, because you are so deprived of feeling. And now, yes, you'll feel more pain, but you feel so much more pleasure. And that is like, that payoff is worth it, right? So what I would be doing, Nat, and for anybody else that is kind of in this same boat, you need to want to get to like fix this. You need to want the life where you wake up out of bed, wake up in the morning and spring out of bed and is so happy. You need to want the life where literally the smell of coffee makes you wet. You need to want the, want the kind of life where you have gratitude for the trees, where you get turned on by just sliding into a bath, where you experience so much fucking pleasure from just a soft kiss. If you like, you have to want that. You have to want to be free of your shit. You have to want to have the inner peace, to have the confidence. And some people don't want that because then they can't be in their victimhood anymore. Like victimhood is fucking addictive. If you want that kind of life where it feels like the way that I just described, you have to then use your mind over matter, right? Because you have the power. So use it towards the, the correct thing of healing that so that you can then tap into your body because it is fucking possible. I guarantee that. Hi guys, quick little break just to remind you that if you haven't gotten my boundaries masterclasses, you should. Part one and part two are sold separately. They are so fucking banging. I cannot recommend getting them enough. They will honestly just it changes your life like understanding boundaries and embodying them is a game changer in every relationship your personal relationships your professional relationships your family you will feel so much more powerful and actually a lot more freedom in your relationships by really nailing your boundaries so please make sure you get the master classes you can just start with part one it is going to change your life once you've done it send me a message and let me know what you enjoyed out of it because I always want to know and I always like to connect with you guys. And yeah, so Boundaries Masterclasses, both links, the link is below and you can buy part one or part two from the same sales page. You'll just see like different clicky buttons, like click buttons, like whatever the buttons fucking things are called. And yeah, let's jump back to the podcast. How can I follow my intuition with a healthy man with green flags? When my intrusive thoughts are telling me to flee. Okay, it's his job to create a situation where you are seeing proof that you can trust him. 
you have to stay, you have to be strong, you have to have boundaries in yourself, you have to, I mean, heal your fucking immersive thoughts. Everybody has, everyone has that fear of rejection. Everybody has the fear of being heartbroken. Everybody has the fear of abandonment. Everybody has the fear of rejection, right? I have it. Everybody has it. Now, when you have it to the point where it's intrusive thoughts and you want to flee, that's where you need to heal it, right? If you have it a little bit, it's there. Like I fucking had it a little bit. Everyone has that a little bit at the beginning of dating someone. And if it's a little bit and not in a trauma response, it's just you being human, right? So it's, if, it, if it's your primal brain where you're being human, you can stay and override it. If it's trauma, you will find it so fucking consuming and you will not be able to stay and override it. If that's what you're experiencing, you should join Queen Alchemy. Um, I've gotten to the point where I trust trust my best to explain how I feel to my husband about something and let him logically think about it. And we talk about it through, thank you, Queen Alchemy is amazing. There you go. That's just like one little thing from Queen Alchemy. Imagine what the rest of it is. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it, Caitlin? How can I experience joy when I feel like trauma and ego keeps hitting me in the face? Heal your trauma. Like it's so simple. People don't want to do it. People don't want to do it because it is confronting and it's easier to avoid than to look at your shit. It is easier to continue to avoid and to stay where you are in your life than decide I want to take action and change this. You have to want that life of freedom and happiness and joy and expression and femininity more than staying where you currently are. So Kayla, I mean, Queen Alchemy sounds perfect to you. Heal your trauma, Kayla. Thank you, Caitlin. Um, I, I stick with the spreadsheets because my partner won't do that kind of stuff. Makes it hard to release in feminine, even though I know I love that. Not sure how to change this. This is a really good, um, a good point that you brought up, Ellen. Thank you. So for anyone else that finds they're like this, if you aren't in your feminine, he's not in his masculine. It is so common for clients to not say anything to their partner. They start being feminine. All of a sudden, like their partner is doing all these masculine things. And they're like, what the fuck? I didn't even ask him to do this. Like, why is he doing this? And it's like, what is happening? Right. And it's like, that is, that is literally energy. That is proof of energy that when you drop into your feminine, he will be more masculine. So if you're constantly taking the masculine role, because you probably don't trust him because you don't trust yourself. Trigger. If you don't trust him because you don't trust yourself, you're going to jump into the masculine before he's even had the opportunity to be masculine. Therefore, because you're in the masculine, what, how polarity works is that he then does the opposite. So you guys don't butt heads all the time. And then he's more feminine. You're not happy. He's not happy. You fix your shit. You're in your feminine. He'll go into his masculine. The world is a happy place again. Okay. Next one. Need advice from getting from four to five. I receive constant downloads um, and I'm constantly elevating. And while I feel energetic breakthroughs, I yet to see any true leaps in my physical reality. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Hold it. Feel it. A chicken nugget for you all. Energy, like your, restart, your manifestations are constantly in flow and are constantly progressing, even if you can't see it. I've had some of my manifestations take fucking years and I'm like, when the fuck is this going to happen? Then it happens and I'm like, oh wait, it happened too soon. <laughs> like not even joking, not even joking. It's like, oh, this is too quick. Like what? There was, uh, uh, there was no warning sign. So what I want to say is if you are wanting to get from four to five and you feel like you are in the right energy, you've healed your trauma, blah, 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 but you're not seeing any physical reality, you're not seeing any physical reality, it doesn't mean it's not happening. It just means you can't see it yet. What I also want to say is that many people can be quote unquote holding the energy, holding the frequency, la la la, but deep, uh, like unconscious beliefs, trauma, wounds, stuck energy, like confidence issues, the way that their relationship is with food or sex or their body or whatever it is, they don't realize that one, that's there. And two, it's actually inhibiting them from taking certain action steps to then get the manifestation. Because don't forget, manifestation is not just the law of attraction. It's also the law of action. So if you are not taking the right action because certain things are inhibiting you from taking that action, then that's also going to stop you from seeing the manifestation in your physical reality. All right, next question. 
Oh my God. I what skincare and makeup brands to use. I actually need to put this on my Instagram story because I haven't done that for so long. Everything's on my favorite products page. Um, I will do, I'll put it on my Instagram story in a bit. Actually, thank you for that reminder because I can't even remember the brand names, but I also like to mix it up a little bit just so that my skin doesn't get used to the same shit all the time. It's good for like microbiome on your skin. Um, but like, I mean, skin is totally from the inside as well. So lowering my stress has like helped so much. Like literally moving to Atlanta has helped my skin so much because like the New York stress and pollution is just not fucking good for anybody's complexion. Are you going to run your certification again? That is the question of the moment, ladies and gentlemen. I I want to. Uh, I probably will. I don't, it, it's not going to happen this year. There's been like developments happening in our personal life. And I just, I'm like, I, I can't do that this year. So it won't, the certification will not be enrolling this year. I don't think at least make sure you're on the wait list. Um, I, and then I'll make sure that you know when it's enrolling again. I, I think I'll enroll it again. Like I, I honestly, I'm like a maybe on that one. I've really been feeling into a maybe. I don't feel like opening it again. So I'm just going to wait until I actually feel like it again. Um, because it is a lot of work on my end and like the modalities are just so fucking sacred. Um, I've made them all up myself and everything. So, um, if you're on the wait list, stay on the wait list because I will open it again. Um, it's just that I don't know when. Okay. Um, I have a lot of sex blocks because I kept bleeding during sex. I left my partner and gone off contraceptive, which I think causes these issues. But now I'm worried about this in the future. Any help? Um, so sex blocks can be healed in Queen Alchemy. And then if you've gone off contraception, you definitely need to do a proper hormonal detox. So you need to do my, the art of coming off hormonal birth control. So your body isn't like in a fucked state physically and you're not realizing it. Um, you may need to lead into more trust all around. Love that. Thanks, Kayla. Um, okay. Feeling ready to go back through Queen Alchemy content again. I was in it last year, but I'm getting myself ready to go off my IUD. Is it okay to do that somatic healing work at the same time? Or wait, yes, definitely, Mara, definitely. All the releasing at once, love it. Um, can I take the lead and be in my feminine at the same time? Mm, depends what you're taking the lead about. Like, I mean, I don't take the lead in anything in my relationship. So, I mean, I think I actually, I take the lead in dinner. <laughs> I choose dinner most of the time. Although my boyfriend actually chose tonight. I was like, I asked him whether he had any whether he had any requests and he asked for a meal that I make. So I was like, yep, we'll do that. Um, I don't think I lead literally anywhere in my, I will like, you know, chip in on decisions. I'll ask for things like that. I want like those obvious things, but I don't lead anywhere in my relationship. I'm actually going to do like an whole masterclass on this eventually guys. And I am going to record a podcast on being the female breadwinner. I know that is a theme that people want me to talk about and that a lot of women are experiencing where they want to be in like a feminine masculine relationship, but they are the breadwinners. They make more money than their partner or they make more more money than most guys they're dating. And it feels really like challenging, hard, whatever, like an uphill battle. It's not. So I'm actually going to do an episode on that and a whole masterclass, but that is something for the future. Okay. Have you heard about spiritual bypassing? Yes. I feel like this is happening a lot at the moment on social media with coaches. Yeah. I fucking hate spiritual bypassing. Not here for it. That's why I'm always like human experience. You're a human. Just be fucking human. Like I'm like, I'm like 50 spiritual, 50 human. Like there is, I love spirituality. It's such a place for it. I think it's super important to have faith in whatever way, shape or form because faith allows us to rescind up. Wow. Resenda. That was surrender and receive at the same time surrender and and feel like there is something else guiding us so we don't feel alone and we feel like we can call on a higher power so i'm so here for faith but i am not here for spiritual bypassing it is so fucking common um and i say to people all the time of like let yourself have a fucking human experience like you're allowed to fucking cry like you don't need actually like miss positivity all the time is a trauma response it actually is a trauma response like you being this positive all the time or whatever it is and i'm not here for it like guys i am not positive all the time i definitely cried yesterday probably i think i think i cried i can't remember what about oh yeah i think i cried yesterday like night or something i don't even know what it was fucking about um i had a shit sleep last night so we'll add that into the human mix of it um, it wasn't meant to be. No, a fucking mosquito bite was keeping me up all night and I was scratching my fucking ankle for the whole time. So that was why I was up all night last night. 
and I was interrupted at 1am by my boyfriend um, for a good reason. What was it? Wait, sometimes I black out before having sex. I'm like, did we have sex last night? I black out all the time. It's like so fucking like something else that I like don't even know what happens. Um, what else? I like, there's a lot been going on. Like there is so much happening in my personal life and that's fucking human. It's not, I'm not spiritually bypassing at all. I accept it and I have moments where I hate it. I have moments where I have meltdowns. I have moments where I feel all of the human things. I don't bypass myself and I do not use spiritual bypassing for other people because I am not fucking about it. Um, also, you talked about a recent part about the lymphatic system was fucked after your ski accident and intestine project. Yeah, get lymphatic drainage massages, but just make sure that when you go to get a lymphatic massage, if the person does not start at your stomach, and use really light pressure, they aren't doing a proper lymphatic massage. Lymphatic massage needs to start at your stomach. It's where your organs are to get them going. If they start with you laying down um, on your stomach, like your back's up and they start rubbing your back, it's like, mm, get off the fucking bed and leave because you're not paying for a lymphatic drainage massage then. Um, beautiful Mara. Okay. What if my partner thinks taking a lead is having a relationship being one-sided? He doesn't understand feminine and masculine then. That's all it is. Get him, get him to listen to my podcast. It'll help him. I'm pregnant and I want to keep the baby and he does not. We have kids already. Can I take the lead in keeping the baby or do I surrender to what masculine wants? No. Oh my God. This is a great fucking example. We were actually watching Outlander last night and like my boyfriend and I are like cheeky about the subdom. Like he'll, he will be like very, um, like we do it in like a cheeky way because there's so much trust and love. So like, you know, uh, like what's an example like when I pull the car in with like groceries he'll come out and be like oh no your arms aren't your arms aren't capable of carrying the groceries but he does it in like a funny way and I'm laughing and I love it I'm like oh yeah like I'm not like I'm a woman um and it's 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 like a funny sexy kind of situation it's not and then we were, so we were watching Outlander last night and the episode was like she was talking to some like Harvard law person like her and Frank Claire and Frank I don't know whether you have watched Outlander or any of you but um basically this guy was essentially saying you're a woman you need to stop talking and my boyfriend was like that is way too far that is not fucking cool and like he's all about feminine and masculine like man takes the lead but like he's like that's fucking too far so like as an example there is a line like it's not feminine and masculine when um when it's not wanted if that makes sense it's not feminine and masculine when um when there's a big decision like that, where it actually requires both parties, it's not feminine and masculine when you're talking down to somebody and you're serious about it. That's not, that's, that's fucking unhealthy. That's not feminine and masculine. So in your situation, I'm not sure what your name is with you wanting to keep the baby and he does not want to keep the baby. You guys already have kids. This would not be a, you do what you want or he does what he wants. He wants situation. I personally don't think, I think this needs to be a bigger and longer conversation between the both of you so that you can come to a decision that makes you both happy. Cause I don't want one of you happy and one of you unhappy. That's not ideal. Both of you need to be happy. This is definitely not like, oh, he's the man. He takes the lead. I'll do whatever he wants. No, that's you being a fucking doormat and you being passive. That's not what you would do. And I would never fucking do that in that situation. It would be a joint conversation and it wouldn't actually be anything really. I mean, the feminine and masculine that would come through in the conversation would be him wanting to provide and protect you, right? And honor you and honor your body and love and cherish. You gotta be the masculine. And your feminine that would come through would be like emotional. It would be like tears. It would be your heart. It would be what you feel. It'd be what you're afraid of, what you're concerned about. That's how your feminine would come through. And that's how his masculine would come through in the conversation that you're having together to make a joint decision. Um, okay. Do you know the book Women Who Run With The Wolves? What's your opinion about it? Can it help with trauma healing? A book can't help with trauma healing because a book is self-awareness. It is, I know the book. I like it. it the, um, the A book can't help with self-awareness. Sorry, a book can help with self-awareness, but it can't help with trauma healing because you can't heal your own trauma because your, like, your trauma lies in shadows, right? It lies in in, in your, the blind spot. You can't, like, I would love if I could just give you guys all the tools to heal your trauma, but it's just not possible because you cannot like be guiding yourself through something. Like you can't be a guide and a receiver at the same time. You can't lead and receive at the exact same time. So if you want to heal your trauma, a book ain't going to do it. A book might bring self-awareness, but that's it. And I mean, why do most people read a bunch of books and not change their lives? There isn't enough skin in the game. 
you bought a $20 book, you've read it, you've forgotten 80% of it. And then you, because there's not enough, because you paid $20, that $20 isn't going to incentivize you enough to like meditate every morning or to do some fucking chanting practice three times a day. But if you put skin in the game and you spend fucking money on yourself, that skin in the game means that you will actually show up and do the work. This is why I also say like some people that like make a lot of money, for example, they have to invest more in themselves, not because like it's necessarily a different, um, like product per se, but like, it's like they need to have a larger percentage of their income going towards their self-investment, for example, so that they are actually invested in themselves. So they actually have more skin in the game. Let's say, for example, you have two people. One person makes $10,000 a year. The other person makes $100,000 a year. They both go to buy an offering of $200. Who is going to put more work in? The person that makes $10,000 a year versus the person that makes $100,000 a year. That $100,000 a year person probably spends more on a fucking pair of shoes than they do on like that little course, for example. So also factoring in like you need to invest in yourself at a level where you're stretched, where you actually put skin in the game. Like that's why I'm like not turned on by investments sometimes for myself that aren't like that aren't like quite, quite expensive enough because I'm like, I'm just not invested in this. Like it's not enough money. Like if I actually want to show up, I need to invest fucking money in myself. Okay. Um, there's a few questions. Oh yeah, let me let me answer them. Sorry, I've seen them. I just thanks Emily. Okay. Um, advice for feeling overwhelmed by opinions, intuitions, and downloads. Really good question is I would sit in a meditation and say every single thing out loud until your brain is empty. Every single thing. You don't have to remember it all. You can put an audio recording on if you want, like a voice memo, say every single thing until your brain is empty. And then that will really help with the overwhelm. That's what I do when that happens. Um, okay. Or what I also do with my partner, if you're in a relationship, is I'll do like a, like I'll say every single thing on my mind out loud and he'll write things down so we can come back to it and have a conversation about things we need to talk about. Okay. What is your advice for when someone is always thinking about looking ahead to the next zone and can't enjoy the present moment? Like I'm always thinking that I can be better and do better and sort of forgot about all the positive steps, sort of forget about all the positive steps I've taken to get where I am now. This is such a great question, Emily. Thank you for asking it. So I'm going to say this celebration is integration. So when you celebrate yourself, you integrate integration will allow you to get to the next level. We have to settle when we have to ground into each level to keep expanding. I do it for myself and I recommend it for all of you. When you hit a new level, when you manifest a new thing, keep it to yourself for a second, enjoy it, like receive it, ground in it, integrate it before you go and do, before you go and like share it with the whole fucking world and then what, and then go on to the next thing. This is why like what's happening in our personal life at the moment, like I haven't shared with you guys, not because I don't want to, but because actually my behind the scenes bubble knows, but not because I don't want to, so don't fucking give it away. <laughs> not because I, like in this chat, not because I don't want to share it with you guys. It's because I want to actually keep it to myself and my behind the scenes bubble because they pay for it. Um, I want to keep it to myself to enjoy it before I just throw it out to everybody else. You've seen me also do it before with like, when I get to a really beautiful hotel, I'll say like, I'll show you guys around tomorrow because I want to just enjoy what I've paid for before I just like forget about myself and just give it to somebody else and just give it to you and just go to the next level. Um, that's kind of almost like a bit of the avoidance um, society that we live in. And the avoidance society, right, is that we just... It's like, we get it next, get it next. It's like avoiding sitting with it and being present and, and, and allowing ourselves to enjoy what we've created for ourselves. Okay. Um, next question. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay. Um, I think I've answered that. How do I know when it's time to switch zones? Emily, was there another question in there of yours? Okay. How do I know when it's time to switch zones? That's totally up to you. I mean, you know when it's time to switch zones when you've been feeling, like for me, I know when I've been feeling a little bit like it's been the same every day. If I've been feeling like it's been kind of mundane, I've been a bit stuck in a rut, I've just been like, it's been the same result, same thing over and over again, then I'll be like, right, this bitch needs to fucking change a zone. So I will do something to put myself into the next zone, for example. That's kind of how I know. Okay. Back to these questions. How do you surrender to allow a man to chase you rather than chasing after them? You need to do the embodiment of dating when it comes out again in November because that gives you every single thing you need to know about that. And listen to my podcast. There's stuff in there too, but definitely the embodiment of dating. Um, bye, Pri. 
Okay, I've heard men say that the that they want the woman they're interested in to take initiative once in a while. So he feels appreciated to comments. Yes, amen. So many men will put their needs second to their woman's. I mean, that is the masculine. How fucking amazing is that, right? Um, and so every once in a while, yes, you plan a date once he's fully claimed you, right? Like once you are like locked down, you plan a date, you do something nice for him, you surprise him or something. Like, for example, the other week, I just like my boyfriend lost his like a uh, toiletries bag and I was like near a mall here. So I like went into the mall. I bought the exact same one, brought it home. I sat on the kitchen bench in lingerie and heels, waited till he got home with the thing. And like, there you go. That's like, that's a, me appreciating him, right? Like doing something out of my way, surprising him. It's our anniversary this weekend. So I've planned things as well. I'm not just being like, I'm the woman. So he has to do the whole anniversary. I'm like, no, I want to celebrate him as much as I want to be celebrated as well. So I put an effort in there. So the comments on that is yes, take initiative, make it like 80, 20, in my opinion, especially like until, until you're like fucking married 80, 20, right. Until it's like locked and loaded, basically. Um, leave, like once your boyfriend and girlfriend, sorry, sorry. It's, yeah. Once your boyfriend and girlfriend, 80, 20, once you're engaged, maybe 70, 30, once you're married, maybe 60, 40, but you always want him to be doing a little bit more because if you make it 50, 50 all the time, if you don't make him, if you don't let him not make, if you don't let him chase you, he's not going to feel like he's being a man. So like, even the other week, my boyfriend said something to me and basically he just was like, I feel like I haven't been like claiming you in the last few days. Like this is literally us. We roll on days, not weeks or months. And I'm like, I'm like, I know, babe, I've kind of been feeling that. So, and like, compared to most he's claiming, but in our way, I'm like, so why don't I was like, so why don't you just do that? Like we haven't gone out on a date in a week. Why don't you just, why don't you plan something? Why don't you claim me? Like you have full permission. Like, you know what to do. I just gave it, I gave him that little nudge. Right. Well, the day later I was fucking claimed again and it's been great ever since. So it's like, sometimes you need to also just encourage him to claim and they they need that claiming they need to feel like they're chasing that's what i'm saying they need to feel like they're chasing and claiming you otherwise they don't feel like a man in the relationship um how to be able to be patient when waiting for a man to pursue you i mean i am not the queen of patience i am super impatient but i will say that if you are not patient and you try and chase him you will never feel secure in the relationship because you will never know did he actually want me or did he end up just being like oh fuck it like i've got it now let him chase you for for you to feel safe and like you know he fucking wanted you like there is no doubt in my mind and that never was in when i started dating my boyfriend because it was like he fucking claimed me from the get-go like if i wanted to try and escape i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have been allowed and what that does that makes me feel so safe to be myself because i know that he will never leave because he wants me wanted me and continues to want me all the want he wanted me and he continues to want me all the time. And that is partly me giving me a lot, like me giving situations where he can chase and, and, and claim and lead and dominate. So I can see that. And if I never gave that to him, I wouldn't see that. So then I would, then your brain starts to question it because you don't know, because you're not being shown what you want to see basically. Ladies, I'm going to love you and leave you. You know that Queen Alchemy is open for enrollment and it closes soon. So if you want to join, you know, if you, everyone join Queen Alchemy, thank you, Caitlin. Um, you know, if you want to be in there, it is the 10th round, but the 18th round of doing this group program. I had a previous one beforehand. So literally it's like, there is no risk involved. Read the, um, read the testimonials. I'm so proud of this program. It will get you the results that you want. It will help you clear your trauma. It is all the somatic stuff. Everything we talked about today is like, you've gotten to know a little bit more of me and my work. If you're new to me, or if you need a little bit more of like, you need to just build the trust. I totally get that. My DMs are open for any questions that you have, any concerns. Just so that everyone's clear on the steps of the Queen Alchemy, you need to fill out that intake form first because I need to just make sure it's a good fit for you. I don't want anybody joining and then it being like a shitty fit. Like that would not be ideal for anybody. So you need to fill out the form. Once that's filled out, I email you quite soon after. I check a few times a day. Um, I email you. I email you, not my VA or anything. I email you. So I read your case and then send you an invoice and whatnot so that you can join or a payment link. If you haven't already like committed and, and done the payment link, but I've sent you the email. Don't leave the money leak open. It's not sexy for you. It's not going to help your relationship with money. It's 
you're literally self-sabotaging. You're literally saying you're not worth it. It's not going to help anything. If you don't want to join, that's totally fine. If it doesn't feel like a fit anymore, but for yourself, email back and just be like, Hey, not a fit anymore. Because then you kind of sealed that door. If that makes sense, rather than having this like leaky situation that you're honestly going to think about for the next year until you join Queen Alchemy, because you will eventually everyone that doesn't join it eventually fucking joins it. So don't wait until next year. Fuck that. And, and as you guys know, like I do have to like change programs as they go because of capacity and my workload and all that stuff. So if you know you want to join, I wouldn't wait for the next round because it could be different. Like I don't fucking know. I honestly do not know. I'm not planning for it to be different, but it could be different. I don't plan on things and then they happen. So if you want to join, please make sure you do submit your form tonight. Stop sitting on the fence. Like there is hundreds of testimonials to literally make you feel safe in this decision. And if you have any other questions, you are so welcome to email me or to send me a DM because I want to make you feel really good going into this because this program will change your life. And there is so much live work. Like, yes, there is some pre-recorded modules, but there is 42 hours of live calls with me. So it's like, you're not just joining a course and being left to your own devices. Um, it is it is my most intimate program that you can do. So I'm really excited for this next round, especially because four of the calls will be held in a very exciting new place. So the up levels and the quantum vibes are going to be fucking real in round 10. Just saying my New York rounds were fucking amazing and my beautiful New York dream apartment. This next round is going to be amazing because we're going to be in a whole new situation in my life and it's just like you guys get to grow as i grow and you get those vibes for your own manifestation and and um and like upgrades and all that kind of stuff so i'm gonna stop babbling have a lovely rest of your evening or have a good day if you're in australia and any questions let me know my dms are open for you to ask anything and you guys will get there like i'll put the replay up soon so that you can re-listen to this or jump back to the beginning if you missed it 